morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. We hope that you enjoyed your holiday. We hope that it was full of fun, laughter, family, and food. Uh, I'm JL, and I'm excited once again to be joined by the rest of the 731 crew, Elton, Charlie, Bo. If you guys listened to our last episode, you know that for the first time ever, we got together and we just chopped it up and we spoke. And it was it was so cool getting to be able to do the podcast in that way. And now we're back and we're going to be giving you guys a rundown of some of our favorite content pieces that we've put out this year. Jael, do you want to kick things off with your favorite piece of content for the year? Yeah, you know what? This is so hard, you know, because I was trying to narrow it down. But I would have to say my favorite piece is going to be Jimmy Butler, only because it just came out of nowhere. And it was it was because I'd been writing a lot on sports, not not just on sports, but streetwear and sneakers. It was kind of a funny turn because I didn't do a lot of sports writing at that time. And I was just doing a lot of the fashion and style pieces, but I was okay with that because it is something that I enjoy and love. And I just always figured like, okay, well, if it's in the cards for me to be able to do like more sports writing, then it'll happen. And the funny thing was that I found a new passion from like the sneaker series and all of our SEOs that were about fashion and style and it ended up being that I'm interviewing Jimmy Butler about that so that was a cool thing that's my favorite piece of content for the year Jael I would say uh, you're doing okay because you've gotten shipped like three pairs of shoes in the last six days from companies just trying to hook it up for you I I would say you're doing okay I agree I agree yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I've, I've had the opportunity and I would have to say my second, if I could tie it, um, it would be the Red Bull experiences uh, covering those events because I got to go to, and especially now looking at the situation with where we're at in COVID to be able to have that, like that small window where things looked up and I was kind of traveling and going to New York, Houston and Orlando, all of those brought some like amazing experiences and I got to meet a lot of people. And so some of those uh, people that I met have gone on to work at places like Adidas and Feli and all that. So they made sure to hook me up. But I would say Red Bull was 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 great getting to getting to do that. Oh, you want to talk about your favorite piece of content? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. It's been a, a great year for the 137 PM family. Uh, I was really happy to do a podcast with John Anik, who's the lead play-by-play voice of the UFC. Uh, I got to go to Las Vegas for a Canelo fight week, which was incredible for DraftKings. But we've also just had a massive year on TikTok and getting to do some of these historical pieces has been really, really fun. My Joe Necro cheating baseball scandal video did really, really well and has, you know, 23 million views on YouTube. But my favorite one is the Muhammad Ali story. And, you know, I've got the the poster on on my wall. It's behind my shoulder in almost every video I do. And it's probably my favorite video or favorite piece of content I've done this year. Again, you know, the baseball cheating scandal videos do quite well, but my favorite piece of content is certainly the Muhammad Ali one. Elton, what's a uh, what's a piece you're proud of? Well, first things first, let me show out you know, jail and bo jail i always read your uh sneakers dropping on like the next day articles i'm always late to cop them one day i'm finally going to get a sneaker from one of those lists i hope so bo loved your muhammad ali's story and the fact that you did like hella research on him you to watch every fight through and through so shout out to you for that uh personally let's see well i have a million and one hobbies one of them is obviously professional wrestling and i got to interview cody and brandy Rhodes. this is in the middle of like their roast at the top reality show really like kicking into like the final season the final episode and you know 
super down to earth, cool. Just chatted about Brandy Rhodes' drinking series where she like mixes drinks with like famous personalities, mostly wrestlers all the time. And Cody just talking about what goes into making a reality show and how WWE prepared him for what he's doing now at AEW and the smashing success of AEW Dynamite and Rampage and the pay-per-views and how everything's just moving in a you know solid direction. I know Cody and Brandy get a ton of heat, you know, they, they get booed out of the building every time they show up on Dynamite. But when you talk to them outside of the wrestling circle, you know, they're just good people just trying to uplift their company and their roster. It was it was dope you just getting to interview them and just pick their brain. One of my best pieces this year. Charlie, what you got, bro? I just want to say this is such a fun episode because I, I feel like everybody who listens to the podcast, you probably just know us as the host of some. 31 but this is so fun because our jobs are so much more than that all four of us have a lot of other unique things that we do within the 137 p.m ecosystem and so i feel like it's a nice opportunity to learn a little bit more about the host for myself i've written a lot of profiles on nft artists throughout the year it, it was really hard for me to think actually I, I i've written a lot that i really like there's this one on this artist brain vomit stephen ray that's really great look up brain vomit 137 p.m and and then a lot of these interviews i've done with this photographer justin aversano who's the highest selling nft photographer in the world and who's just such a humble and wonderful guy. But my favorite is this piece I wrote about this photographer named Isaac Wright. Um, his alias is Drifter Shoots, Drift Shoots. I feel like this is a really great story to share with people if you have friends who either still don't like NFTs or think that it's a, a cash grab or all these things. The thing that I love about NFTs is not the PFP projects or the big money headline stories. The thing that I love is that it's allowing artists who are not able to make money and were not able to live off their art. It's allowing them to live off their art now. And I think that's really nice. Um, so this guy, Isaac Wright, is now, I believe, the second or third highest selling NFT photographer in the, in the, in the month since I've interviewed him. But his most famous work is this collection called Where My Vans Go. Um, and they're these really crazy pictures that he takes where he'll he's an urban explorer. And so he'll climb up onto the top of a bridge or a building or a construction site and then shoot down um, a picture of his vans. He's always wearing vans and then this huge expanse of terrain in front of him. Um, and so the pictures themselves are really beautiful. And it's amazing that he's been able to make so much money off of them. He was having trouble getting his work into galleries and facing the bureaucracy of the traditional art world. And now NFTs have allowed him to be such an immensely successful photographer. Um, but more than that, part of why I love the story um, and was so uh, appreciative and grateful to tell it is because something so crazy that happened is that Isaac Wright uh, was arrested for these urban explorations. Um, he was arrested and incarcerated for it. And um, it just, it pointed out so much of the issues with the prison system and the criminal justice system in our country because there are a lot of white people who do these climbs on a consistent basis and do it for fun and have never gotten in trouble for it. And Isaac Wright, as a black man in the U.S., um, was totally persecuted to the full extent of the law for these climbs. And so he has since um, been released and is now an activist in addition to his photography. But it's just such a nice story from so many perspectives. And he has done such a good job of shining a light on the much needed world of prison reform. And also his photography just stands alone. And I just he, he's just such an unbelievably kind and wonderful guy. And I just want to leave you guys with a little quote from him because he's just so optimistic about NFTs and especially the way that they can uplift people of color and other marginalized communities that have been sort of not led into the art community for so long. So he said to me, I feel like we're on the verge of an artistic renaissance. We're changing the way the world views art. And I think that that is true. And I, I just love talking to him. So I wrote a lot of fun stories this year. I'm proud of a lot of the stuff I wrote, but that's definitely the standout of the year for me. 
And that is it for today's episode, everybody. We appreciate you tuning in. Um, For more details on these stories, especially these stories today, go ahead and Google one of the keywords from the story that we said in 1.37 p.m. and you'll be able to find the stories we mentioned. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with another timely episode as opposed to some of these more chit-chatty ones we've been doing, but we'll be back with the news tomorrow. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you're having a nice uh, holiday with your family and we will uh, see you tomorrow. Remember, stay curious. 